You're listening to Ricky and Jimmy on Relationships, the show where we uncover the thoughts and behaviors that are sabotaging your relationship and what you can do about it. Jimmy and I are passionate about sharing the ways that imperfect partners like you and I can shift unhealthy relational dynamics and create closeness. So welcome, drop your defenses and open your heart, eyes and ears. Let's learn how to be the best partner we can be together. Welcome back to Ricky and Jimmy on relationships. Uh, we've missed you guys. I know really you guys have. have. Yeah, I know you guys have missed us because we've been getting messages. When are you guys coming back? Well, we're back. So we have a lot of catching up to do with this episode. Um, between episodes, Jimmy and I will forward each other posts that we love and content that we find online. So we're going to be commenting on that a lot today, too. So uh, this one's kind of for the true fans who've missed us and are listening to every single episode. We're going to be very rambly today. There's going to be a lot of interruption. So if you're of one of the people, yeah, that's bothered by that, turn away now. This is not the episode for you. Yeah, but we uh, don't really have, sometimes we have a framework. <laughs> sometimes we're like, you know what? We have a subject that we really want to like dive deep into, but this time yeah. we're just going off the cuff a little bit. So if I say yep. something that you completely disagree with, I'm going to ask for a little bit of grace, you know? And I will did... ruthlessly interrupt you when, <laughs> as soon as that, that happens. <laughs> I thought you were also going to say correct you, which I'm totally no, fine with. Both but I could those. do that too, if you yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> I love it when you're like, you know what? We need to have more episodes where things that we disagree on because people are like, what do they disagree oh, on? I would love that. There's a, there's, yeah. there's a fair amount a that we, things. yeah, that yeah. would be a really good one. I would yeah. do an episode on that. Yeah. And it's, cool. it's fun finding them on the fly. It too. is. I hope we well, find one tonight where you're like, I hope I, we do too. I disagree with that. <laughs> like, okay, great. I feel like you're somebody that I can have like very respectful disagreements with too. And I, I usually learn more. something. Yeah. So like isn't that. that what this is all about? I mean, aren't we all yeah. supposed to just be kind and respectful and, uh, you know what, even if I disagreed with you, your, your perspective still matters to me. Totally. You know? And it doesn't mean <clears throat> that I can be like, wow, I really learned something about Jimmy, you know, like without my opinion being changed and it's still an interesting interaction. Because at the end of the day, isn't that kind of how we're supposed to look at people? I mean, we mm. have, there's so much division in this world and, mm -hmm. um, when you really get down to it, sure, on different ends of the spectrums, there is things that are like, no, racism is wrong. I don't need to like, right. I don't need to like empathize with how you came <laughs> into that. No, we can just all agree like, no, we're not going to, I don't need to try to understand that perspective per se. I mean, I, I mean, right, right. I, but, but there like, are a lot of things yeah. where it's a good idea to let other people be who they are and believe what yes. they want without <laughs> letting it, you without losing sleep over that. You know, I guess what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, um, like Stan said in our last episode, and we're going to be referencing <laughs> that a lot. We, we, mm -hmm. we got to interview Ricky, one of Ricky's favorite <gasps> authors, Stan, yeah. Dr. Stan. Talkin. Top three, top yeah. three, easy. And her favorite book is Wired for Love. And mm -hmm. we, we cannot, I wish I could take all of you back to the moment where his team reached out to us and they were like, Hey, would you like to have Dr. Stan Tatkin on? <laughs> I literally, I'm so naive and I'm so new, to, I'm so new to this. I literally didn't know what they, I was like, I couldn't believe that they were actually saying what they were saying. So I, I literally kept emailing them back and I was like, what exactly do you mean by having Stan on? And they're like, yeah. finally, they're like, on your podcast, would you like to have physically Stan sitting there? And I was like, yes, yeah. whatever that is. Yes. And then I yeah. immediately called Ricky and I was like, you, I have some news like, for sit you. Sit down for this. Yes. Yes. Um, were, and it took us a while to set up the, 
appointment, but it we did, did it. And, I'm and we excited. Were, we it. had a lot of summer and everything's going on. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Can I get back to, mm-hmm. I, I have a bad habit of tangent, tan, tangenting. Tan, tangenting. <laughs> no, okay. please do. All I was saying is if, if this is, if someone at the end of the day, we're all shaped by our past. We're all shaped by our memory. We're all, um, so take someone that does have a, a, a view that differs for you, from you. Mm-hmm. If you care about that person. Now, if someone's racist and I don't care about them, then I have no influence. I'm, I'm not going to be able to influence them anyway. So I don't need right. to argue with them about, I'm not trying, I don't need to change their mind on racism. That's not my job. Right. But if this is someone you care about, if this is your grandfather mm-hmm. or grandmother, and you want to have a relationship with this person, it's always a good idea to understand their past, understand the lens by which they view the world. Mm-hmm. Because through that, through understanding and uh, building that relationship, and that's how we can influence people. And we can kind of plant those seeds of like, well, have you ever thought about this? Or have you ever, yeah. you know, how do you feel on? Because at the end of the day, I just don't believe that people are inherently bad i believe i don't either yeah don't and either. you don't either and mm-hmm. i and we mm-hmm. agree on that unfortunately yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a i have a win in that category oh, right there tell me um my sister and i are very very different we're basically best friends but we're very different people and um we have an we had a no-go topic it was something that we both felt very differently about and we made it a no-go topic because she was having trouble sitting with the fact that I didn't think the same way that she did. Absolutely. And uh, for a while, yeah, it was really hard. And for a while I just said, Hey, I really care about my relationship with you. I talked to her on the phone, like every day I said, let's just make this a no go topic because we can still be awesome friends and not discuss this thing. And, um, it's, it's gotten to the point now where we can lightly discuss it. You know, and when it yeah. starts to feel a little heated, we just are like, okay, topic change. But I bet there's um, a ton of those in countless relationships where it's just oh, like, tons. Well, yeah, we can't talk about politics, and we can't. Talk yeah, about some couples can't. Mm-hmm. So can't. Some couples can't. Now, going back to what you said earlier, I just don't know if you and I would have that problem. I don't. I don't I think we would. I don't think we would. And and I guess all I'm saying is that I I would want that for everyone. Wouldn't that be nice? Ideally, but, um, you're a lot more respectful about me having different ideas than you. Then I guess I just called my sister disrespectful. She, she, (laughs) sometimes she does, (laughs) but if you're having trouble respecting someone's different point of view, that's when there's a no go topic, you know, like I can't even like, I guess it would be if you yeah. were talking to somebody who was really proud of their racism, I have trouble <laughs> respecting that. So that would be a no-go topic for yep, me, you know? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. I mean, that's okay. You know, they're all, still your grandpa. They're still, they're your, still grandpa. your grandpa. <laughs> you can love them. And even though who doesn't matter who they voted for, you can still right. love them. You don't have to get into those massively... I think that's something, this is way off topic. I promise. We'll I know we're talking about politics. <laughs> we're not, but we're not talking about, politics. and I like, you know what we're, we're talking, talking about. about yeah. <laughs> but I think at the end of the day, that's something we all need to pay attention to on ourselves is mm-hmm. if somebody starts talking about the, that, that who they're going to vote for in, in you know, 2024, and yeah. that stirs in us a, some sort of a rage, that's yeah. something we should pay attention to. I mean, absolutely. It's okay to get passionate about the things that we care about, but are we 
are we doing are we losing influence in our most important relationships mm. because of the our strong political views um it's okay yeah. to have great political you know it's okay to have political views but it, it's not okay to compromise important relationships because absolutely for those types of things you know what jimmy we What's can that? we can bring this back around to relationships too though i would love Be, to do that get no get ready for that from what you just said though yeah, yeah if you feel like really strong overpowering emotions coming up mm. in a regular discussion yeah. that might be a signal to one pause you know like because oh, you don't yes. want to keep having a discussion when you when your temperature is rising above safety levels and yes. two um when you feel big emotions like that it's worth further inspection yes. maybe alone maybe in a journal maybe with a therapist why do i have such big strong feelings about this i love that and and mm -hmm. and, and we're probably going to touch on a lot of things that stan talked about because we didn't really get a chance to really have yeah. good back and forth because when there's three people you want to be respectful of each other mm -hmm, getting mm -hmm. so you don't get to have this like where you're interrupting each other which i actually really like i don't know if i I've love gone to record and said that but like no let me I say that also Ricky interrupts me <laughs> i had this yeah. that's part of this dynamic is like you mm -hmm. both have to just be i don't know it, it, nobody wants dead airspace and so you're mm -hmm. kind of just like playing off each well, other. Well, we so, don't. Sometimes you interrupt. Some people might, but I'm not into it. Yeah, so, I'm not into it. and there are lots of podcasts with lots of dead space for the people who hate interrupters. <laughs> Ours yeah. is not it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I don't know what's in my throat, but that's okay. <clears throat> I'll just cut this. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Okay. Just, yeah. Or not. So, what I was going to say was what Stan said that I'm sure you found fascinating when it comes mm -hmm. to when we have those moments where we're just where we're boiling mm -hmm. here's my problem and a lot of people are probably like this i'm like the frog in the kettle oh where i know where I you're going with this i don't know that i'm boiling yeah. until i'm dying Boiled. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i have a big problem with that and i've mm -hmm. i've actually had discussions with emily where i say please and this is goes back to multiple things that stan said but where mm -hmm. our partners need to be engaged with us and aware and paying attention to where when we start to elevate they can they can say um i think you're getting a little bit heated like let's let's bring the tension down a little bit like yeah. you, i care about what you're saying i i know you're passionate about this but like i feel like things are just getting a little bit um and and, yeah. and then it's up to us that takes a lot of maturity and humility on our point to be like okay i re i'm still upset and then but like i remember <laughs> agreeing that when they say hey I think you're getting a little bit upset that we mm -hmm. we accept that influence because we trust this person mm -hmm. and we do whatever we need to do and we can talk about some of those things i'm very fascinated about what to do in that moment um for me uh, like you said uh, taking a pause i mm -hmm. don't i have a tendency as most people know to just <laughs> over talk and i want to if i'm upset about something i'm just going to beat you with my words just i'm talking i'm talking oh. i'm talking and so if somebody gives me a clue, like, hey, I think you're getting upset, it's my job to be quiet. And at least it's not that Except I shouldn't their talk influence, about it. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's not that it doesn't need to be talked about. It's that you need a chance to calm down. You need to mm -hmm. get regulated. And so totally. I would love for you to speak on a little bit more about kind of regulation. Oh, before I do that, though, let me throw a, a Stan quote out from based on what you just said. Yeah. Um, we need to, he said, we need to be our partner's whisperer. And I think mm. that was maybe my favorite part of the whole Isn't podcast so episode. Nice? I know. Yeah. But being your partner's whisperer is maybe 
Emily can tell when you start to get heated better than you can. She's kind yeah. of the Jimmy whisperer in that way. And she's like, I can sense the temperature rising. Let's take a breather. Come back to this. Yep. What a beautiful, now, what, what, what a beautiful I, thing. What do, what do I mm -hmm. do? What do you do That's as your partner's super, whisperer? No, or? What do I, like when I need to calm down, I know what I, I know what I do, but like, is there anything that you would add? I would go and, mm -hmm. um, take a break, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, the Gottmans say you should take at least a 30 to 45 minute break. And oh, I didn't know do, there was a time on it. That's mm -hmm. helpful. Yeah. And what you should do, see, the problem is, is you'll be tempted in that 30 minutes. Like, let's say mm -hmm. you're in an argument, things are heated and somebody calls a timeout, which, mm -hmm. which, which both of you should be allowed to do. We should be able mm -hmm. to say, I'm calling a timeout and both of you have to agree to respect that. And that's one of the things I love. Yeah. Stan talked about those agreements that we have to have. The problem that I see in so many relationships, including my own, we mm -hmm. never had any agreements. It, just like mm -hmm. Stan said, it was nope. the wild, wild west. <laughs> the wild west. Yes. It's true. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's destructive. It's destructive. Yeah. You have to have certain agreements that we've all, we've all agreed upon. And just like Stan said, how many times am I going to say, just like Stan said, this is going to be just like Stan's episode. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what We're we, could, we could call it five dollars for every time Jerry says. Okay. Yeah. But just like Stan said, um, I forgot now, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> No, just like, just like Stan said, both partners need to respect the other one's needs and call yeah. for a timeout or, yeah. mm -hmm, and have agreements before things get heated, you know? Oh, talking about what you're going to do before there's a conflict is mm, absolutely, big. that's huge. So yeah. anyways, I would go and calm down. But what the Gottmans would say is you need to take that 30, 45 minutes break, but don't, you can't sit there and mull over like your anger like you can't sit right. there and think you know what i'm gonna say when i get back in there oh my gosh i'm gonna tell <laughs> and one them. more point yeah yeah it's not that that's not that's mm -hmm. not what the break is for the break is for you to calm down and it's difficult not to think about that thing but you have to try to not think about yeah that boy easier yeah. said than done for sure that's is, a yeah. tough one yeah um i loved what he said too um about and i hope he said this during the recording phase and not in the off time but he said um, when him and his wife are angry at each other and they go uh -huh. to bed, do you remember that? Yeah, they, they touch toes. Yeah. yeah, they have to touch toes no matter how mad they that. are. I love, I love that. that. I love that. I think he said something about it being like very regulating too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's comforting and, and like, it's I hate a, this it, person, but I still have their toes touching me to remind me that they still and it's care. it's another agreement that we are, mm -hmm. we are coming together even though we feel disconnected. We are coming together. Yeah. Like, we're going to work through this week. It's a, it's like a, it's a team mindset. Like even if we're, even if we're not on the same page tonight, we yeah. are committed to being on the same page. And I just think I that's, that stuff is so Stan loves to talk about you're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Um, you're both in this together. When you read his books, I get such a good sense of like, I'll give you an example. One of my favorite quotes was when he was talking to you and he said, um, think about your relationship as you're both, you're both out on a, a, a high wire or a tightrope or I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. A high wire. Yeah. Imagine, that was powerful. Head, I imagine mm -hmm. two people over the Grand Canyon mm -hmm. and we both holding on to the same, the same bar balancing yeah. ourselves. And his point was when one person gets dysregulated, the bar's tipping. So like, yeah he didn't mean to make the point that it's our responsibility as like, as like a codependent, like I need to take on your emotions. I need to take on, 
what he meant was sometimes the bar is going to go this way. Sometimes the bar is going to go this way. And it's our, and we're both on the same team. So if this thing yeah. goes over, we're both going over. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's in my best interest to help you when your bar's tipping to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, yeah. like, I, we're, hey, let's, let's, let's calm this down. Calm like, down. let's figure out what's <laughs> going on. I care about whatever you're passionate about. So like, you don't need to yell to be heard. Does that mm. make sense? And, and to yeah. follow that metaphor, um, if we're shaking that wire, you know, because we're angry or yes. our partner feels that, you know, oh, it's I not just yeah. us. It's our part. That's what I was imagining when he said that too. Yeah. There's just so many things that when he was talking about that, I was like, that's such a good mind. That's such a, that's such a good example for just the, beautiful team, the team mindset. Like this relationship. And you've said this in the episode is like, it's an entity in itself. Mm -hmm, you've created, mm -hmm. you've created an, an, a separate entity. It's not just <laughs> you anymore. It's not just them anymore. Right. It's, it's you it's y'all i'm from the south right. so like like think up your couple name because that's its own thing you're jimily obviously obviously <laughs> um i don't have one yet you but that's one, yours no, is no. easy yeah Mine's easy. and 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 jimily is its own thing you know Jimily's its own thing and, it's its own and, person um and and it's very important to point out that and i pressed stan on this that mm -hmm. it still goes back to a mutual um balance it should yeah. never it should not be where i'm always i'm right. always you know having to i don't know what that you know you know what i mean like i'm, I'm always having to correct your bar because mm, of your it's unsustainable and your rage and yeah. your drinking and your addictions and your yeah. pornography I, that is not what that's mm -mm. not what it means we're um, not our partner's yeah. savior right oh, where they're thank whisperer you. <laughs> thank yeah. you and um, and my couple name is cricky by the way i've decided <laughs> That that works. So I'm not in love with it, but let's roll with it for <laughs> you now. You can't go in different direction though. The other way doesn't work. So yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I just think that that's uh, yeah. I think that that's so fascinating. Just just mm -hmm. the idea of of you're not their savior. Just because we are their whisper, that does not mean that we're that we're not setting boundaries in this totally. relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, there are sometimes, and Ricky would agree with this, that. Um, when someone is chronically disrespectful of your boundaries, when someone neglects your emotional needs, when someone refuses to accept your influence and refuses mm -hmm. to um, um, stop doing harmful behavior to the us, such as all the things that I just listed, yeah, that relationship isn't um, sustainable. Even 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 Stan said the other day, like it's not. Um, he said, "I have bad news for people that don't care about." Uh, meet you know meeting each other's needs like that's not a relationship that's going to be sustainable totally you know what i get questions every day and i think you probably do too from people who are saying like i'm in a marriage maybe like a long-term marriage yeah. i'm the only one working my partner's not working i'm 100%. exhausted i'm done with this but every um, email I get. Yeah. yeah most of them right but um most of them that you get not me this is yeah. just a few of them for me they're saying, I don't believe in divorce or yes. I don't, I, there's no way I could end this relationship because we have children. Um, yeah. not, do you know, just a little light question for you that I'm lobbing your way. Uh, what do you say they do with that? When right? to leave a marriage. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Just um, a light question. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say on that because I will, obviously it would take me, we, it would take me an entire episode. Yeah. An entire episode yeah. to talk about. And, and, and I, I'll be honest, like 
<clears throat> I don't mind. I don't mind saying that. Like, I don't know if I'm qualified to like answer that question, mm. but some people would want to know my opinion. Like, well, what do you think? Totally. Um, yeah. So I made a video today, actually, it won't be today when this actually, whenever I finally get around to editing this one, but <laughs> it'll be a, a week ago. I made a video and, um, well, the, the thumbnail for anybody looking for it is going through a breakup, right? Going through a breakup. Yep. Yeah. Here was my inspiration for that video because I get a lot of emails from people who are dating. They're not married. They're dating. Mm. And I've gotten dozens and dozens of emails from, from it's usually women, but there's been a, a couple, maybe a couple of men. And they're mm -hmm. essentially say they're essentially, they broke up with their boyfriend and then like, it's been a couple of weeks and they're starting to like, uh, did I make the right decision? Was like, oh, did yeah. I really give this relationship enough time? Mm -hmm. it, did I really, they would write things in the email. Like he was, he was, he was getting better. Like he was, you know, mm -hmm. did I, did I really give this enough of a chance? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm one thing that you need to know about Jimmy is I'm pretty brutal when it comes to dating relationships. So I, yes, same. I am yeah. too. The advice that I give for people who are dating is very different from the advice that I give to people who are in 20 year relationships with children. Yep. Yeah. As it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, I am, I'm very brutal. And the reason I'm brutal is because I know personally how difficult marriage is. Mm -hmm. I know personally what happens when you don't, when you're, ignorant or arrogant, mm -hmm. or you don't understand boundaries. You don't understand what a relationship needs to survive. Um, you don't understand what all those things we just talked about. You don't understand how to do that. You don't understand how to be each other's whisperer. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, so the reason that I'm so brutal to people who are dating borderline, I wouldn't say disrespectful. I'm stern. <laughs> I'm stern with them. I'm like, listen, quit, quit not understanding your worth quit not uh, understanding yourself your value quit quit not having any boundaries and calling that love it's oh not love. i love that i love that because because the the person who you couldn't make it work with who you only dated for two months is probably not somebody that you should be bending way back trying to change or fix or make nope. it work with no nope. it, it's really not but someone who's been sticking it out with you for 10 plus years that's a different yeah. story it's a different story and that's mm -hmm. not to say that there isn't still um amazingly toxic dynamics just because you've been married for 10 years right we, we it, totally understand that right and, and, and sometimes can, get that, that three-month you know. relationship can work i mean I, chris and yeah. i were super toxic in the beginning and we're and we're great and i'm you, glad i stuck it out I thought about you when I was making that video. So, Did you? So I'll, so I'll, I'll, okay, so I'll go, through the, I'll go through the video in a good way. Okay. So in the video, my inspiration was somebody who was dating, let's say they've been dating for six months. Maybe they've been mm -hmm. dating for a year. Maybe they've been dating for two years. Mm -hmm. And it's that it's it, it was that woman who's like, they want to have kids soon. They want to get married soon. Mm. They're, you know, their, their biological clock is ticking in their head. Sure. And they are in a prime spot to make some bad choices. And yeah. 10 years from now or five years from now or three years from now, they'll have a kid and they'll have a bad marriage and they'll be miserable and they'll yeah. probably get divorced anyways. And what? I'm not Wait, saying there is. Why did you think of me? <laughs> no. Okay, I'll get back to that. <laughs> right. I'll get back to that because I didn't want that. I wouldn't want that for you. Now, okay. That's not, okay. No, right. that's not to say that <laughs> things can't be beautiful. Like I love 
when you get married and you have a kid mm -hmm. you have a couple kids and then God forbid your marriage doesn't work out. I still mm -hmm. think it's, it's beautiful that you have those children together and there's sure. great things can come from that. You can still co-parent the you bejesus out of this relationship and make yeah. it so healthy and it can, those kids are going to be fine as mm -hmm. long as you're both doing the right things. Mm -hmm. But I still don't, that's still not what the, you didn't sign up for that. That's not what you wanted. So right. I just want to get you what you want. So long story short, the reason I'm tough on people that are dating, they've been dating for somebody for two years, because in the video I say, if you're wondering if you should get back to somebody because you've been waiting this time, this uh, the two weeks has gone by and time mm -hmm. kind of distorts things where you start mm -hmm. to miss them a little bit more. You start mm -hmm. to want, you start to have a little bit of a rose colored glasses on what was actually happening in the relationship. So I ask you some very important specific questions. And the questions I ask you is, did you feel valued and prioritized? Not perfectly, mm -hmm. but consistently. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like they cared about your needs? Did they, did they care about your feelings or were you dismissed or invalidated when you brought up any concerns? Because what we do is we forget about we don't honestly answer those questions because we kind of have this, um, sometimes we can put those road color, rose colored glasses on and we, we miss the, we don't actually miss that person. We miss the idea of Absolutely. who they could have been. And so especially anyways. in dating, especially in dating, we're, we're not even so much with that person as we are with the hopes of what they could be and what they mean to us. So yes. we're not seeing them realistically or the situation. Yeah. And, um, and what you just said too, um, when you told them to ask themselves, did you feel valued? Did you feel seen and listened to? And even though Chris and I were super toxic in the beginning, I still felt like he was somebody who cared when I, when I told him I was hurting or when I told yeah. him I needed something just because we were really bad at it didn't mean that. I mean, I saw that care there and that's what made me say this, this is worth pushing through us yeah. not knowing how to communicate and learning can how. I, can I add something real quickly? Because mm -hmm. that video is only three minutes long, which is actually pretty long for, <laughs> yeah. for an online Social video. Media. It's pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> but what I wanted to say, what I didn't get a chance to say is, well, one, if you answered yes to all those questions, or at least most of them, then yeah, maybe you should give them another chance. Like I'm not, that's absolutely like, because mm -hmm. just because you broke up and that's when I said that I thought about you because like, just because oh. you broke up doesn't mean that this relationship isn't going to work. You're, you're a classic example of that. Absolutely. Where, where you guys had a split and then you came back together and things are great now. Yeah. And so, so, you know, obviously what I would say is if, if you're, um, if you're answering those questions as yes, I did feel valued. Here's where mm -hmm. it gets interesting. Then you kind of have to explore, well, why did you break up? Because yeah. sometimes it's an, it's an avoid and attachment issue where you had, you just had to get out of there because things got too oh, real. Things got totally. too intimate. Things got too close. And so you bounced and, yeah. um, even, you know, there's, there's, there's girls who have anxious attachment and they need oh, that avoid space. It, I'm sorry. Avoid and attachment. Yes. Yes. And they bounce too. They, they yeah, distance yeah. themselves because they, they need to feel safe and comfortable and that's how they yeah. protect themselves. You know what helped us too? We said, um, during the breakup, when we were talking after that, we said, did you really want to break up or, oh. or is it just that we don't know how to solve that issue? And both of us said, it's just that we don't know how to solve that issue. We don't 100%. really want to break up. So. 100%. Yeah. And then you can move forward. Hopefully mm -hmm. the goal is obviously that both people, um, want to solve the issue. And, and, and that's something I could talk about all day, but I won't, but, but, um, <laughs> That's one of the, the biggest problems in marriage that I see is just like both people don't want to solve the issue. One person wants to solve the issue. The other person yeah. says there isn't an issue to solve. 
or they what? they can't what do you mean sit. There's not an issue to solve. Like the other person <laughs> just said, there's an issue in this marriage. Yeah. Like, clearly, there's an issue to be solved here. Are they like they can't through. sit with the pain or the shame of being part of the issue? You know, nope. they cannot sit yeah. with that. It's so uncomfortable. And so, what happens in that discomfort is all those coping mechanisms, you know, your anxious attached person will just continue bending over backwards. Mm -hmm. They'll just not bring up the conflict anymore. They'll suppress those needs because that's what's safe in the moment. Um, the avoidant need less, (laughs) I'll just need less. Um, or you know what? Maybe I shouldn't even, maybe I'm not even allowed to have those feelings. And yeah, maybe I need too much. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I need too much. Maybe they're right when they tell me that mm. I'm just being too sensitive and needy. Um, easy to do when we have them on a pedestal. So easy also. to do. I remember oh, yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from the avoidant, there, if if you might misinterpret her silence as things are fine, things aren't fine mm. for her. She's she's, you know, feeling distant and disconnected. So, yeah. Anyways, there's there's your question i won't i won't answer it because i've already talked too much but your your oh. question your question initially was like when do we leave a marriage and that that is a uh that's that's a very um a uh, here's one. what i would say i'll give you the shortest shortest answer to that which is if you feel chronically disrespected if you feel like they don't care about your needs and feelings if you feel like you can't resolve conflicts without just massive fighting if if they're yelling at you if there's any name calling if there's mm-hmm. belittling nature um, if there's addictions, if there's pornography, mm. if there's drinking going on, um, if you don't feel safe, oh, I'm I not like saying, I'm not saying get a divorce tomorrow, but you better be in counseling. You better be talking to a pastor. If you go to yeah. church, you better be talking there. What you cannot do is nothing and sweep it under the rug and give them the benefit of the doubt. I, if I got anything from Stan's message, it was we both need to be protecting this thing. We both mm-hmm. need to be understanding what it needs, how to feed it um, for this thing to, to thrive. And like he said before, like it's not even about thriving sometimes. It's about can this even function? All right. And it can't. People right. email sometimes me all the time doesn't. and say, uh, he's, he's, you know, he or she is doing this type of behavior. How can we make this relationship work? And sometimes I say it can't work with that type of behavior. Right. So you, right. so if you want it to work, which it can still be healed and it's, you know, things can still go in a positive direction, but you need to be fiercely protecting it and protecting yourself mm-hmm. and going and getting help in all the ways that are possible. I like that. I, yeah. um, and, I wonder and the last thing I'll say is this, yeah, is if they, because there's only one pushback and they'll say, yeah, but they won't go, they won't get help. They won't go. And the only thing I would say to that is the same thing that Stan said is once you're at that point, you're no longer in a partnership. You're not in a sustainable partnership. You can stay in that relationship, but it is not an actual partnership because that requires security and safety. So anyways, and he he said, there's always a cost. Then you you will both will feel that cost. If one person is saying, I refuse to go and mm-hmm. protect this relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to shut up now, and then I'm going to start asking you <laughs> I, some questions. I thought, um, I thought if you said an easy, short, succinct answer to should I stay or should I go in a relationship, I feel like Stan would probably agree. Maybe I don't want to put words in his mouth, but if if only one person is working and it's unsustainable for that one person, like the effort they need to do is more than they can bear that would be that would be your sign probably yeah. that you can't shoulder the burden right so it gets really tricky really quickly um mm-hmm. 
for me personally, I'm not going to dive. We're not going to dive into this today because we're mm-hmm. already 40 minutes in. But, <laughs> Are we? Um, Stop it. Are we? Oh, well, we, we had a little break there. We had so. a little break, but um, <laughs> I get so. So this goes back to what I was wanted to talk about with my post a week ago is mm-hmm. I got a lot of people saying um, this is an interesting perspective, especially because I know that you're Christian and it sounds mm-hmm. like you're just, te- it sounds like you're just like telling people to divorce. And, mm. and so I won't get into that today um, because it's just, it gets very complicated very quickly. I know there's mm-hmm. a lot of people of faith and um, obviously I wouldn't be telling people to divorce in a three minute video or um, <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I did not say the word divorce in that video, but I did get a lot of messages that were like, I thought you were a Christian and it sounds like you're telling people to divorce. But mm. that's why I said my inspiration was kind of somebody who's dating or they're not married because once you're right. married, that requires a little bit of a longer video that pro- people probably don't have Absolutely. the attention span for. Absolutely. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I think you did that well. Hey, can I, I can I segue into please, maybe please a more do. lighthearted thing? Um, something you posted mm, a week or two ago. Uh you were talking about, I think it was Emily's plants that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, uh, like, maybe she wasn't so great with plants before, she was terrible. But, the, but then she became amazing at caretaking plants. And I was listening to that video, and the part that really got me was where she said, um, I just had to learn what they needed to thrive. Yep. And it made me think about how I act in relationships because you relate the, you relate this to relationships later on in the video. Um, I also used to, I would buy plants and I would just put them where I thought they looked great and they would die. Right. And I wanted to be a plant person and I loved plants, but I wasn't doing my work. You know, I wasn't doing my work to figure out what light they needed, what water they needed. I know what a perfect metaphor for relationships too. And I want you to know, and you can tell Emily this too, that as soon as I watched that, I looked up every single one of my plants and I had like most of them in the wrong light requirements, the wrong containers. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to, yeah, I I repositioned a lot of them. You can see I have a new one back there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a low light plant. Apparently I had it in the brightest window, (laughs) South facing window of the house. That's why it's scorched. Um, but I thought too, um, if you want a plant, which I'm putting up air quotes for the people that can't see. If you want a plant, which is really a relationship, it's your duty as the plant owner, as the person inside a relationship to look up and learn about what that needs to thrive or else you're just going to end up with a scorched spotted begonia that may not come back. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we're we're in each other's care. Yes. His new book. Available on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are not being yeah. paid to remember. <laughs> we we're we're certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, no, I, I just I, think, I just love yeah. that. I think what that a beautiful the, yeah. metaphor. When she said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is relationships because and that's mm-hmm. us, like Emily and I, that's us. When she yeah. was like, I did, I just didn't know. She has. I don't want to. I I don't mean to sound like she's um uh, like a plant hoarder, but she has like she has over a hundred. Wow. Really? Wow. They're all over. I mean, they're all over. I mean, literally all over. And, um, there are certain, I don't know how many, I'm sure there's similarities, but there's Mm -hmm. so many that she has to do different things for. There's so, I mean, there's so much variety and that is in the video. I do talk about like some of her plants live in water. Other times, (laughs) other plants, if they lived in water, they would die. Like other, I love it. 
plants, plants like relationships plants. have different requirements, you know, yes. individual plants have different yes. individual requirements for what and it takes just to like thrive. Your relationship, you might mm -hmm. be, you might be with a Ricky who needs a little bit more reassurance than the, than yes. someone else. And yes. that's okay. Like right. at the end of the day, don't you think <laughs> things would just be better if we were all just honest, if we were honest and, uh, cognizant, I guess, would be, I don't know what the word is, self-reflective of, of what Cognizance, we need. right? Yeah. Yeah. What we need in this relationship. Like mm -hmm. if we were honest about that, if we owned that, you know what? I do need a little bit more reassurance. I don't, I don't think I can, and yeah. I don't mean a tangent on this, but something that always sticks out to me and I will bring it up every chance I get mm -hmm. is I love Chris. Seems like he seems like a great guy. <laughs> Thanks. But <Yeah>. the moment <laughs> I will always talk about how proud I was of you. The moment that you looked at him and, and you finally said, <clears throat> um, you essentially said you can choose whatever direction you want, mm -hmm. but I need X, Y, and Z, or this relationship can't really continue. Now, I don't want to put words yeah. in your mouth. You, you can tell the story better, mm -hmm. but essentially you finally said, I I'm, I need this and, and yeah. it's okay if you don't want to provide it. Yeah. But and it's not was, okay for me in uh, this real. Yeah. But I, I that was a big moment. That, was, that was a huge moment. I think, it's a huge um, moment. I think that moment, um, helped give him a lot more trust for me too. Cause he knew, okay, this is somebody who knows what she needs and wants, and she's going to stand up for that. That's attractive. Um, That's it attractive. was, it was, he was, was that the story where I told you his tires squealed getting into my driveway? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but that, but it's true. It's like when when we can decide when we learn what kind of plant we are and we own those needs and we can communicate them to other people. Man, that's 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 when I a true relationship can begin between two people. Ricky, you know? so well said. I didn't mean to interrupt you because that was that's so well right. said. But <laughs> we we were disclosure to the audience. We were going to talk about kind of like how our fear of abandonment can inf influence our relationship. We're not going to talk about this episode, but what you just talked about right there is, is when you're starting to heal from any anxious attachment or something, I, I mm -hmm. assume that a big part of it is, I would, I don't know if conquering is the right word, but working through those fears and mm -hmm. essentially telling yourself, you know what? I would rather be alone than in a relationship that doesn't work for me. And yeah. I'm not going to let my fear of abandonment keep me in situationships yeah. or whatever those where, where my needs aren't being prioritized. And that's, yeah. I'm not going to demonize the other person. I'm just right. going to say this relationship isn't going to work for me. Totally. And that's a huge moment in oh, somebody's that's so huge. journey. I think when yeah. you can say that to yourself, honestly, and yes. you believe it, you've yes. officially crossed the threshold really into secure attachment, probably. Yep. yep. And you <laughs> well, know what? You might also, be... you can, when you can follow through with what it takes yes. to make that statement an and that's not thing. to say that it's not yeah. still scary and like, oh, it's terrifying. well, well yeah. when am I going to get another partner and when, <laughs> when am I going to feel closeness again? And when am I going to have, it, it's still yeah. scary, it's, but yeah. when you can understand that it's better for me to be alone than, yeah. in a, than in a relationship where my needs aren't being prioritized. That's, yeah. that's huge. That's Can huge. we just think of yeah. ourselves as a, um, as a, 
bamboo plant who needs to be sitting in water to thrive, right? And if you're trying to be with somebody who's not going to give you that mm. big that big water basin to sit in, you you can try to survive sitting in dirt or in something other than water, yep. but you're going to dry. Do. Yeah, and most people do, but you're just going to shrivel <laughs> up and die. How and, much yeah. self-love does it take for you to finally admit, you know what? My yeah. needs aren't too needy. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It, but you know what really helps is what I hope that we're doing. I hope and pray oh. that we that we are a little bit of a catalyst where people can at least be a little bit validated and say, "Yeah, I thought I thought I was too needy. I thought yeah. needing. I thought asking my partner for X, Y, and Z was being too needy. I mean, that's what they told me, and I and I'm just used to believing people. But like hearing you guys, I, I know now that like I'm not I'm not being yes. Please tell Crazy. me that it breaks your heart when you get messages from people that say, hey, I would like to see my partner more than once a week. Is that too needy? Those are, that's a real message I that get, I, get. I get. Oh, I get tons. And it it breaks tons. my heart. It breaks my heart because I want to be like, dude, if I were in a relationship with you, that's not enough frequency of contact for me. And that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you and I are perfect and destined to be together. It's just that... You know, there's lots of people who need exactly what you need. There are people who need more than what you need. You know, yeah, yeah. it's not, there's not, anyway, what am I trying to it, say? There's not, you need too much. It's a problem yeah. of negotiating with the person that you want to be with to find a happy medium where both people feel good. Yep. Um, you, I, I, I saw a message from you about like, about, you'd have to reword it, but like when sometimes breaking up calls sometimes breaking up is like oh, cake and balloons like you deserve cake and balloons it. for that yeah um, um and well, that's, let's, that, that's let's get it right because some people are enraged when they hear that right we got to get that one um that's it true. was a it was a really i think it was a writer it said sometimes i think that someone deciding that a relationship isn't right for them and leaving yeah. and sometimes when that results in divorce deserves cake and balloons and I was like, I am of the same, I'm of the same opinion sometimes. And that's not to say that I think divorce deserves cake and balloons and celebration. Right. Divorce is very sad. It's a heartbreaking it's, thing yeah, that's hard. Is. But I think when I hear about somebody who has the bravery to decide, hey, I've analyzed what kind of plant I am and this is not the place that I'm going to thrive and I can't do that here. No offense to the other person, but it's just yep. not the right place for me. Yep. I would throw a party for that person, you know? Because that takes so so much courage. We we, mm -hmm. we would we have a bad habit of kind of demonizing that and saying like yeah. that they I don't know. I would I would bet that in that in that scenario the vast majority of people did so much to try to yeah. like, Hey, can we try to fix this? And the other person is like, I don't really care. There's That's an important There's caveat. Yeah. I would never throw a party for somebody who just was like, it got hard. And I decided to walk away. I'd be like, exactly. you don't get a party. That's no, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to throw a party. I mean, I'll come to the party if you're, someone's going to throw one, but I'm not throwing that for you. No. Um, but, but if someone it, is leaving unsafe situations yeah. and they finally, they finally got the courage to stop bending over backwards yes. for people. Or that, they've been working for years and nothing's yes. moving and nothing's happening. It, it can still be very scary to That's walk away from that. It's a sad, sometimes it's still a sad party, but, but it deserves, yeah. you deserve some recognition. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah, anyways. Um, 
Yeah. What else do we want to talk about in this? We'll, we'll get one final. Why don't we just go back to Stan? What was some? What was one Let's other thing that you Stan. loved that you loved about Stan's analogies? I can loved... I disagree. You want me to disagree with Stan? Would that be a good? Oh, if you want, go ahead. Throw something I out that you disagree with. I hope you're not listening, with. Stan, because I don't. I don't. Do I you would think never he's listening? Dis- hi, Stan. Is no, he listening? listening? You know, <laughs> I just want to say hi. Just for a moment, you're like. <laughs> but could he be? Maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> he did There's say a, he had a good time. So <laughs> he he said he really liked us. Let me yeah. disagree with Stan, and 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 I'll do it in the most respectful way possible because okay. he knows how much I respect him. Because I'll fight you if you're disrespectful about good. Stan. Thank <laughs> you. I like the way that you keep me honest. Okay. He said one thing, and I don't know if this might. I don't know if this was. I think this was on the record. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he essentially said, "It doesn't. Don't get too focused on the why." Oh, don't that's get too focused right. on the why. Like just, just stop the behavior. You did seem wanna... sketched out about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you what I'm thinking, and I bet he would agree with me because okay. everything is so nuanced, and we sometimes we don't have time to explain ourselves. Mm-hmm. He, I believe, he still believes everything you said. But here's mm-hmm. what I would disagree with. Um, I believe the why is important, and let me let me tell you let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a fair recovery, for instance. Mm-hmm. Let's take someone who's someone who betrays their partner sexually. I believe the why is very important in that dynamic. So mm-hmm. if I betrayed my partner, which unfortunately I did for people mm-hmm. who know my story, I believe that if, if, if Jimmy from today was talking to Jimmy right after that, during the healing process and the trust rebuilding and, and um, figuring out how to navigate this, I believe if someone said, well, just don't cheat ever again. Like, don't worry about the why. Don't worry about why you did it. Right. Just don't, just stop the behavior. Don't ever cheat again. Problem solved. I would say, no, in that sense, uh, the problem is not solved. Mm-hmm. You, If you don't understand why you strayed, then I don't believe you're healing. And I don't believe, I believe you're putting yourself at risk for doing it again. Does that make sense? Sure. Yes, it so does. Sometimes yeah. I believe the why matters a lot. It, mm-hmm. it matters why you strayed because sometimes we stray. Um, this, this we'll have to do in a, a, a fair recovery. We episode. absolutely will. It's coming yeah, up. But by the, I a, get messages on yeah. that too. Our affair recovery episode is coming up. Yeah. But people obviously stray for lots of different reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. think about, um, obviously a lot of when it comes to a, a woman um, straying, there's usually an emotional connection involved. They, they usually feel neglected in their marriage. They're, they're obviously yeah. they, they feel like mm-hmm. it's, it's, there's an emotional affair that turns into a physical affair. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of men stray and they, and they say things like it was just, you know, physical. The bed. it was yeah. just physical. So like, mm-hmm. and they use that as a very, a very detrimental way of saying like, no, 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 no. But it was just physical. Right. It was just physical. Right. Like, well, I don't know why you don't, it was a one-time thing. It was just physical. I'd had a couple of drinks. It's not a big deal, but like, right. it's a huge deal anyways. Sure. So, and in both of those situations, the why is critical to critical. making sure that it doesn't happen again. Critical in that first mm-hmm. situation when it's the, where it's someone that has ha- had an emotional, it was a deep emotional connection with this person. They were, they were trying to fill a hole that was mm-hmm. in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And if, if we don't, if we don't get into the why, then that hole is never going to be filled. And totally, what do you think is going to happen in that marriage? You can stay and you can just say, no, 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 let's work this out. But if nobody ever explores the why, then you're never going to have any growth. And, and that's why, that's where you get uh, serial 
cheaters. I mean, sure. Right, yeah. right. Because the underlying issue is not addressed. Let me yeah. let me advocate for Stan real quick, too, since he's not here. Please right? do. Um, I think and I think in his his saying the why isn't important yeah. would apply more to more lighthearted situations 100%. in the, yeah. in the example of um, think of your partner is upset because you keep leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Yeah. It's me. I'm that partner. No name. I'm not, I didn't want to name names, but it's me. Right. And Stan is saying, don't worry about the why just do, <laughs> just do better. Just do better. Right. I love Yeah. I love And that, it's yeah. true. I don't know that it would really help my partner and I, if we sat around and debated on why I was, you know, just if yes. it's bothering him, I am his whisperer. I am his caretaker. I love is that, that what he said? He's in my care. Right. Yeah. And if I see that something's bothering him, I need to I just that. do it better. I'm not going to sit around and journal about dishes. I'm just going <laughs> to go do the dishes because he cares about that. Now, one thing I would push back on is mm -hmm. like, if you're talking about anger, so lots of people have anger, oh, men and women. Yeah. And if someone was to say, if someone was to give you the advice, um, you're having anger problems. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, just don't be angry anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and can't you're like, that. well, okay, I'll try. And then the yeah. next week, yeah, I'm still having anger issues. And if they were like, if like, can we explore why? And you were like, the why doesn't really matter. Just don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. You would find that that would be impossible because you'd never figured out the underlying yeah. symptom. Like this is a symptom masking for something else. And no, you'd that's never, fair. Yeah. I think you just changed my opinion. Sorry, no, Stan. But for the small, <laughs> no, 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 but for the Stan, Stan, I knew that Stan was thinking of those small things. Small like, things. Yeah. Yeah. Little small things where you're just annoyed. Like this is annoying. He's like, don't, you don't need to overanalyze everything. Sometimes you just oh, need to stop doing well, things. Well, right there. That's what it is. He's saying things. maybe when it's small, don't overanalyze it. Just do yeah. better. Right. Now, is that hard to yeah. figure out like what's small? Yeah, of course. But yeah. like, it's mm. a balance just like anything else. Yeah. Sure. And even with dishes, you might have massive resentment about that stuff. And that's worth digging into and discussing with your partner. Oh my gosh. Resentment. Workload I mean, like, and yeah. Going back to the affairs. That's another reason people stray, you know, like yeah. it's just, they didn't realize this is so true, and I and I know we're going to leave soon. But like, mm -hmm. when it comes to protecting your relationship, one thing that I wish that I would always tell people is, you need to be paying attention if there's any resentment, mm -hmm. because like you might ha you might have a ton of resentment in there that you're not aware of. Yeah, I think resentment's easier to feel too than some other things. It was for me anyway. I guess I can't speak for everyone, but um, when I really stop to think about it. Um, Building resentment is one of the things that cues me into my overgiving or people pleasing, mm. you know, um, because I can feel it. But that also could be because I've been practicing feeling it. You know, somebody who's yep. been stuffing resentment down might might be less good at noticing it. Oh, very much so. I don't. I think people are very bad at, at noticing mm, okay. resentment. That that's something that I maybe I should do some more research on and make a video like. Yeah. It's sometimes it's hard to know. Are you resentful? <laughs> like. <laughs> I have a, but I have that, a little hack if you want to know, right? Um, obviously. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I, it's specifically when I do things for someone, um, I try to imagine a scenario where they never found out that I did it and they'll never repay me or say, thank you. Do I mm. still feel comfortable doing that thing? That's lovely. And if, yeah. And if the answer is no, I'm going to be piling some resentment on in the event that things don't work out exactly how I want them, how I want it to. So that's why I, in everything I do, I try to imagine what will happen if nobody ever says thank you for this. Right. Yep. 
That's how I know I'm giving from a place of, is that the same thing? Are we tangenting like crazy? I don't know. This is the tangent episode, yeah. Oh, that's true. That's it is okay. I loved yeah. it. I and really the interruption. Loved it. I did too. This was a good one. It was, was good. A good one. <laughs> hey, um, is there anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, we yeah. Go Before we go, oh, I want to okay. say um, I just absolutely love. We've been getting a lot of messages that start with like, "Hi, I'm Frank," and I just like, "Oh my gosh." And hi, I'm Did Carol. I send you that one today? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, but I get those too. So good. What was his I name? get I messages to give him from. A shout out. I forgot oh, his name. Oh no, Jared. <laughs> Jared? Jared. Yeah. Thank you, Jared. That was the best message ever. I don't know if you're going to listen to this. He said he listened to him. So, oh, Jared, I love it. Here's your shout out. I love it. Um, I think, I think if we made like t-shirts with like Frank and Carol, like we might actually, I just, I love that yeah. people are owning it though. You know, they're seeing themselves in those that. scenarios and they're like, not only are they like, this is me, but like, I'm glad I'm here listening and doing something about it. I don't know. It yeah. all seems very positive. For anyone who's actually listening to our podcast <laughs> and, and I, like, I really hope that you feel like it was worth your time because I understand there's a, it's a huge time commitment and, and it is, we really, we really strive to make it somewhat helpful. We Useful. just want, we, our yes. only goal is to be, give you tools to help you in your relationship. That's true. As of, so, as of right now, they're not paying us for this yet. So we're really like, we're, so it's true. a labor of love and it's we're here to help. Love. And your messages saying that these are helpful are everything. They're keeping us they going. They really are. Yeah, mm -hmm. they are. They are the, uh, supply it's not money but it's <laughs> validation that the it's words coming out money, of our really. mouth yeah it's a, it, is. it is it is yep yeah anyways this was so much fun this was fun i liked this yeah. one let's um, do it again next week yeah thank you and um yeah do it is this is this the blooper part now where i tell people one more time like please stop sure. talking about interrupting on the reviews guys you're hurting <gasps> my feelings and i'm we're doing i think we've gotten a lot better but i do think that a big part of these early podcasts are figuring out how the back and forth is and we're new we're new at this you know uh -huh. i'm just trying think? to let i'm just i'm just like I'm just, is it just rolling off your back? The, are you mm -hmm. fine with the comments? They, oh no, I don't read them, Ricky. They, they cause oh, me too much. I'm okay. Too maybe I'll stop. Maybe I'll stop reading them. But I like, really like, I, I love the comments and I love talking. I love the dialogue back and forth. The YouTube comments are very helpful, but man, yeah. guys, like, I mean, we're are doing our best you, Ricky? Oh, sometimes, no. but you too, you got hammered on the last one too. I Fantastic. think, oh, really, I does that make be you feel you. better? <laughs> yes, I don't want it to be just you. Okay. I loved I, that. You were very, you were, you were honest and raw there. That was, that was oh, wonderful. Really? Just, I can say that. Okay. Like, Hey guys, stop hurting I mean, my I don't feelings. Know if you can, but I, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Cause really like we're here because we want to be, we're very passionate about what we're speaking about. I love listening to what Jimmy has to say. He and I have kind of a interrupting thing going on and I think we're okay with that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I like good friends who yeah. don't mind talking over each other. Um, I don't know. And talking over sounds bad. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Bad. Well, and, and you're right. I'm a good portion Italian and that's what, you know, that's a family I grew up in. You're, if you're excited about the conversation, you're, you're excited to contribute. I don't know. I'm glad it and works for you. And if I can speak, <laughs> if I can speak out on, mm -hmm. on your defense, um, I, I don't read too many comments because I'm, I'm extremely sensitive. I don't know if people know mm. that about me. I, I have, I have a terrible habit of, I could read nine positive comments. Oh, this was awesome. <laughs> And then one that's one. like, <laughs> I got one comment that I sent Ricky to Ricky today. 
Yeah. Somebody watched my video and they said, this is why the divorce rate keeps going up. It's Oof, people like yeah. you. And I was yeah. like, well, that's a wrap on this. <laughs> I, I don't plan on making videos anymore. Like Ricky knows that, that those types of comments, even they if I got, got you, they yeah. just got you. They and I was do. like, me, I'm increasing the divorce rate. Like that's the whole goal to lower it. Like you're telling Dang me it. that I'm, I'm like, I'm going to pack up shop, you know, I, know. I Maybe. am so sensitive. I'm working on it. People I'm working on it. Maybe on the 50th or 100th episode <laughs> when we both have leather skin, we could just yeah. like do dialogues of our criticisms and, yes, and yes. negative feedback. Maybe that might, uh, I don't know. Would okay. people well, like that? So I'm sorry. What I was trying to say, I was trying to come to your defense and mm -hmm. say that I've never felt like Ricky once interrupted me. If anybody has actually watched this episode, I guarantee mm -hmm. you, I talked for 70% of it. Go back and <laughs> look at like, you know, when I edit these things, I see like the dialogue boxes and sometimes oh, I just see my no. dialogue box as just like <laughs> massive. Ricky's like peppered in here. Oh, and then I'm no. like, they're complaining that she's interrupting. I'm like, yeah. I talked for... I talked for the majority of it. Of course she had to interrupt. She's the co-host. Like I know. And anyways. I'm working on letting you monologue as well. But I know but that you, you shouldn't. I know that yeah. you don't necessarily want exactly. like when it's been like three minutes and you're still you're, exactly. you're still talking. I in my brain I'm like, yep. Jimmy wants some help here. Yep. And I because need to we just are go, in each other's care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. Well, good. And you know the comments will still come after this, but for the diehards, they know. This is our this is our rapport and we we dig it. Here's the good thing. If you read mm -hmm. the comments this time, I guarantee there'll be a ton of people that say I think that you guys are I I don't think you're interrupting each other. I've never I love it. I've never noticed that. The people that are saying that, like that's mm -hmm. their that's their pet peeve and we totally agree. We I I understand that. Yeah. But there's there's a ton of people who are like I don't that doesn't I didn't you know, most people aren't going to write I think I don't think you guys interrupt each other. I Nobody's going to write that. Right, so, right, for, right. And now, hey, now. and like plants that are all individual, there's many yes. podcasts that they can listen to. <laughs> I love know? that you keep many. pushing that. You. This is the second time that you've said, you know, there's other podcasts that you can go I, I love it. Get out of here, guys. I'm telling you, though, your, your plant that. metaphor like echoes in my head several times love during that. the day. <laughs> it sounds like you need extra sunlight you need to be over there <laughs> <laughs> not in the dark space here where we interrupt constantly okay right. cool well, that feels like All a right. good place to end it yeah i love it we'll see you okay. guys next time see you next time i love that no he's cool he was smiling did you oh, like that God. i said how about i take care of that when i'm done uh, i heard that and i i, I, I was worried uh, when you said that because i was afraid that things weren't you going were? well and you were like that was your like that was you trying to be like I'm so sorry, but like, oh, no, that's the people pleaser in me. Things yeah, were going yeah. great. And I was still oh, like, good. I'm so sorry for existing. Let me take care of these as soon as, you know, the old that. habits die hard. Okay. Oh, I wish we, I wish that we could just do a, a whole episode on just making fun of people pleasers. Like, I'm yeah. so sorry for existing. Oh, I God. love that. I saw that somebody said that in a video and I just died because I was I like, I just yep, watched yep. the, um, I'm going to put this in the after. I'm going to put this like in the blooper reel. The blooper. I just okay. watched the, um, some video. I wish I would have created it. Gosh, I wish I would have had the, had <laughs> I know the, that feeling. And it's somebody robbing, somebody robbing you. No, no, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that one. And he was like, do uh, you, you want me to just load the TV up for you? I can yeah. do that. <laughs> I do do like, I need to yeah. unplug the dishwasher? What do, what do you need? <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. And I was like, it was this, spot is, on. this is gold. Like this is. I wish that I would have thought of this. Like, I'm so angry. I, I see funny uh, things now and I'm just angry that I didn't think of them. I'm like, Arr. 
Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? What okay, do do? are we back into it? Yeah, do you do you remember what you were saying? I don't remember what I was saying. I don't remember. I'll just stop. I'll just launch oh, into a new no. thing. Are you ready? No, that's no, okay. No, it won't make sense. Or you could leave the whole thing and they can hear my interaction with Chris and the dishes and the no. dog. And <laughs> no. 